Do you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. Dogs. Okay, this is traumatic for me, so bear with me, please. Bear with. Don't stop bearing with. I had a bad introduction to the canine race, if I'm honest. As a toddler, I had a ball. This is not an unusual thing for a toddler to have. It was a nice ball, probably colourful. I was, I'd presume, throwing it up in the air and catching it, or probably more likely throwing it up in the air and delighting in the parabolic effects of gravitation, given my upbringing. Anyway, in some way or other, I was playing with it, playing with the ball, and a dog, one of the canine species of which we'll be returning to time and again, decided it wanted the ball. It decided the best way to obtain the ball was not, perhaps, by offering me a decent price and engaging in economic activity, but no, overpowering the present owner and then seizing it, kind of like the British imperial system of ball-gaining canines, that's what I'm saying. It carried out this plan to perfection, I'd say, and before long it had a ball and I was a traumatised crying child. In fairness, this experience did not continue well. My experiences with dogs included being chased all the way home by the dog of what had previously been a friend, but would not subsequently be so, since there was no way I was going within half a mile of his house. My issue, I suppose, is the training of dogs. Train your dogs. The dog should not be ambling off doing its own thing, because its own thing may well be eating that child. And I know dogs can be trained from another of my joyous traumas. I was arrested once. Not my finest moment, not one my parents were proud of, I will grant you. But I had decided, as a teenager has every right to, to run away from the nice policeman who'd introduced himself with an Oi, you, stop! So I ran, obviously. I was running towards a wall I knew I could leap to grab the top of and I'd be away. I could probably run as fast as a policeman in those days, but the policeman, cheating in my view, was not alone. He had a police dog. And in case you don't know, dogs are absolutely fucking lightning fast. It ran to me, leapt at me, knocked me down, opened its jaws a crack and looked back to its master as if to say, right mate, I've caught another one for you. Can I eat this one? I was petrified, but I did, in retrospect, appreciate the training that goes into a dog behaving quite so well when confronted with my soft, fleshy throat. Now, other dogs, given we have now absolutely stated dogs can be well trained. I was sat in the park a couple of weeks back with a BLT, as I have every right to do, alone, enjoying a warm spring lunchtime, having dragged myself out from my back bedroom for an hour. Enjoying, I was, enjoying the warm day. A sandwich, lovely, park, lovely, dog, a wooga, a wooga, a wooga, alert, alert, alert. The dog runs up to me. I grab the second half of the sandwich and pick it up to defend it. The dog leaps up, licking and slobbering and trying to get the sandwich. The owner looks over. The owner laughs. Oh, he does like a sandwich. Well, so do I, mate. So do I. And you know what? I paid for mine and don't lick my own bollocks and then lick other people. An apology wouldn't hurt, although at least they acknowledge my existence, which is better than my next incident. I mean, not strictly my incident, but it was in front of me, so it counts. I was having lunch. Again, a sandwich. I was eating this sandwich at a suitable distance in a park with two, 
of my ex-colleagues, as I am now entitled to do. It's terribly exciting coming out of lockdown. I was sat on one bench. Another ex-colleague sat on another, and the third of us was sitting on the grass opposite. This is responsible and good behaviour. I had put my bike behind the bench I'm sitting on. You can picture this. You love the scene, don't you? The other benched colleague has a plethora of stuff with him, for he has a tiny person with him. Technically, I suppose that means there's four of us, but we'll only count three. The third colleague has placed his bag on the ground next to him so as to keep his comestibles secure until he wishes to comest them. A dog is in the vicinity. A dog is yapping. This is a bad sign. I do not like yappy dogs. The dog runs up. I ensure my sandwich is out of reach and look around for the owners prepared to berate them. The dog sniffs my other benched colleague, perhaps wondering if the small person is a snack for him. The dog then runs to the bag on the ground. The dog then lifts its leg. The dog proceeds to mark its territory on his bag. And yes, that's right, pisses on it. The dog pisses on the bag. I cannot say this too explicitly. It pisses on his bag. This is not a good thing. This is a bad thing. We, I say we, I mean my seated colleague who's more of a functioning adult than I am, shouted at the owner and said something to the effect of, your dog just pissed all over my bag, which I feel is a good summer of this situation. These people do not even acknowledge that anything has happened. They do not even apologise. They don't even look over at us. So we go over, stand in front of them, whip out the old chaps, spray their undergarments with our scent until we're satisfied. Just enjoy that image for a second, because obviously we didn't. Had I been quicker of mind, I'd have taken a photo and then spent a few weeks agonising about whether to do the whole this person has a dog which pissed all over a bag and didn't even say sorry thing on Facebook, which I probably wouldn't have done, but at least I've had the opportunity. Ultimately, if you have a dog, it is like having a child or a bazooka. You don't just ignore the effects and say, oh, that's just how it explodes. You take responsibility. You put the damage right. You appreciate that other non-bazookaed people exist. Otherwise, you will incur my wrath and I shall be justifiably annoyed.